Now faith is the substance. Substance of the things hoped for and it is the evidence of things. We know substance is material. It is it is it is it is matter. It is substance. It is proof. It is evidence. It is oh this is it. That's substance. Evidence is proof. Your faith is proof. Faith is the evidence. It is the the substance. It is the answer. It is the the materialization the materialization of what you're hoping for. Faith is the answer to what you're hoping for. Mm -hmm. Faith is the evidence. It is the proof. It is the substance of things hoped for. In living the faith life, the faith walk, you must know that faith and hope go together. It is a firm conviction and expectation that God will perform all that he has promised. And that conviction of what you just said satisfy the soul with a sense of ownership or fulfillment mm -hmm. of those things that you are hoping for. That makes sense? Yeah. Your faith satisfies the soul with a sense of fulfillment. I believe God. God said he's going to do it. Yes. And I believe him. It's as if you're rejoicing at that point as if it's already done. Amen. And the fact that you have the faith to believe God, the scripture says, Faith is the evidence. The fact that you have faith, it is the proof mm -hmm. that you have the answer. Mm -hmm. Because your your answer is based upon the God whom you have faith in. Okay. Knowing that if he has promised it, he's going to bring it to pass. Okay. So what are you hoping for? What do you believe in God for? What do you have faith and looking for God to do in your life as, as anyone? Mm -hmm. Many of you pray. Y'all ask God for certain things. Y'all believe God for certain things. Y'all want God to do certain things. Open doors. Answer your prayer. Heal sick. Save your children. Give you a new job. Bless your husband. Increase your finances. Many, 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 many requests that people have before God. Mm -hmm. What are you believing God for? That's the challenge. That's the question for you tonight. What are you believing God for? What do you believe in God for? Yes. And let's read on. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We saw uh, previously that if one or if a person wants to please God, he must possess faith. Because mm -hmm. without faith, it's impossible to please God. Well, brother, how do I please God? Well, you have to have faith. Faith in what? Faith in God. Faith in his promises. Faith in what his word says is truth. Faith that the word of God is the literal, the literal written word of God and believe in that and that alone. Not your interpretation, not your observation, mm -hmm. not what any other person is saying. Strictly what God is saying in this word. Well, brother, I can't understand what the word says. Ask Holy Spirit to reveal to you uh -huh. what the word of God is means so that you'll know how to apply it in your life mm -hmm. so that you can begin to see 
the things that the word of God says Amen. that you're going to see. Yeah. The faith walk. If you're going to walk this walk, if you name the name of Christ, yes. you might as well walk the walk that is complementary of one who believes in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And that is a faith walk. Mm -hmm. he, Paul wrote in Galatians, the just, those who are justified, shall live by his faith. Amen. The just shall live by his faith. You are named the name of Christ. You are, you are named the name of Christ. Then when I look at your life, mm -hmm. my brother and my sister, I should see evidence of faith mm -hmm. in your conversation and how you act and how you respond and how you treat others. Your life should resemble a life of faith. So when others see you, other believers, other non-believers see you, they'll say, oh, that's a believer. Mm -hmm. How do they know it? Because you are operating, your life exemplifies a life of faith mm -hmm. as pertain to what the word says. Amen. Verse 7, for by faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Yes. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance, obeyed. And he went, not knowing whether he went. Isn't that, that's faith. Yeah, that is. Noah heard a warning. Mm -hmm. It moved him to fear, and he began to work. Abraham heard a command to leave. He left, not even knowing where he was going. Mm -hmm. By faith. He sojourned, he who, Abraham, journeyed in a land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city, this blew me away, I was reading this. Abraham looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith, also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him who faithful who had promised who promised God, God. Abraham declared yes. he hit the gavel on the desk and said because you are God and you're faithful I will be pregnant hallelujah thank you Jesus Amen. old as I am Therefore, Therefore, verse 12, spring, spring there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the sea, sure innumerable. These all died in faith. Here it is. Not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them 
and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from which they came out, they may have not opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, and heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he had prepared for them a city. The scripture says in verse 12, that verse 13, that they all died in faith, not having received the promise, but have sought. See, see, sometimes God gives you the promise, and you, you may not have it, but you got to see it. And that's what faith involves. Faith involves you seeing something in your spirit eyes, through your spirit eyes, revealed by Holy Spirit, that if God said it, it is mm -hmm. as if you see it. He said, I'm going to bless you with a new house. At that moment, he says it because it's God. You got to see the house. Yeah. And you got to see you walking through the doors. You got to see you moving your furniture in. You got to see you setting up your bedroom yeah. because faith says it's going to happen. And as sure as God said it's going to happen, it is. You can call the U-Haul truck. You can call the movers. You can go and purchase new furniture. You can bank on the promise that it's going to come to pass when you see it through the eyes of faith. Yes, amen. That's it. You want to be like those of old? You have to, they, they died in faith, not having received the promises, but so far were persuaded there was nothing that they, they they ignored all objections, mm -hmm. all outward objections. You a fool, man! You ain't gonna get that. They had they ignored everything. They had to. I'm about to say, most of the time you have to ignore the voices outside of God, because the thing is, is that sometimes the voices of other people outweighs. I've been there where the people, other people's voices outweighed what God was saying yes. to me. So there was points in my life that, that I would be like, God, I hear you, but sometimes the voices of the negative people telling me that I won't achieve or I can't do, their voices came more louder yes. than what God was saying for me. And so that's when you have to begin to block out the voices of those that are just honestly irrelevant and then also that don't have the same mindset as you but that will cause you to be, to stay where they are. Because some people want you to stay where they are and never see you move forward and, and progress into the things that God wants you to do. That's whether true. it's going back to school, whether it's writing a book, whether it's starting an organization, starting a business, whether it's uh, um, uh, even healing in your body, or whether whatever that thing is that you're laid before God, other people... Because their faith is not on the same level as yours, you got to block them out and keep moving forward and say, God, I hear your voice. And he says, my sheep know my voice. And a stranger, they will not follow. So some people are strangers that's talking that you got to ignore. That's good. Yeah, you got you to gotta ignore some strangers. They may look familiar and look like you know them, but <laughs> some of them are strangers that are speaking the negative or speaking things into your life that will cause you to doubt what God has called and purposed you to do and be. So blot out the strangers, 
listen to God's voice and do what he's called you to do. That's right. And strange is the people who speak negative. Huh? Yeah. Strange is the people who don't speak what the word says. Yeah. Those have to become stranger. It could be daddy, sister, grandma, grandpa, husband. It can be wife. It yeah. can be your best friend that you go out to dinner with every week. It can be your friend you text all the time. It could be all those people. We have to learn. And I'm sure we're going to look at Noah. We, we have to learn that when we are faced with something that we're desiring in our heart to do, we should never consult individuals first. We should always go to God and ask him, Father God, this is what I, you know, I, I acknowledge you first of all, that you are Lord of my life. You know my life the way it is. You go through that and you acknowledge who he is. And then you talk to him about what you're desiring. And God will give you the answer that you need. And some people, what happens is that they'll set a course. This is what I want to do. I'm going to look into this. And then they'll talk to somebody. And then that person will talk them out of what they had peace about doing before they even asked. See, those are strangers because they can't see your life for you. I don't care how close they are. I don't care how long y'all been around each other. You have to see your life for what you see your life as. And you have to pursue your goals with your goals, with your path, with your God, and trust him to bring it to pass and see won't he bring it to pass. Yeah. You have to believe for your own life. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah, that's true. Abraham, Sarah believed God. Noah, but these were people that they were normal. See, see, we think that because we read the Bible, that the people that the Bible write about, that they were like these dynamic people. They were just normal people. They were just normal people who live every day. Amen. That God just said, I'm going to use so-and-so. Mm -hmm. And he used them like he used you. Yes. Like for some things in your life, he says, I'm going to use Trina to do this. I'm going to use Willie to do that. And then through that using faith in walking with God through that, we begin to see some mighty exploits for God. None that we could ever imagine. So that when people tell our testimony, they'll think like, well, there were some mighty people of God. No, no, no. They were just human beings that God used. Yeah. Well, how did he determine who he was going to use? Yes. Amen. Hebrews 11 and 6 gives you a key. People who possess faith, they please God. Those were the ones God chose to use. Faith in believers produces motion. See, we can't say we have faith and we don't move hmm. as a result of that faith. Well, People say, I believe what God said. I believe you, God. I believe you, God. I'm just going to wait and see it. I believe you. I just want to see it. I, I believe you. I'm going to stand on your word. I believe you. I believe God said, okay, since you believe, what you going to do? Mm -hmm. I believe you're going to give me that bank loan. I believe, yeah, I believe, I believe you're going to do it. I believe you're going to touch the heart of that bank owner. Yeah. Well, when are you going to go fill out the application? Faith produces action. Yeah. Action comes as a result of faith. You say you have faith? Show me your actions as a result of your faith. Mm -hmm. What do you believe in God for? Let me see you working out. Let me see you moving that thing. 
Let me see you do the corresponding actions. They're going to get you to where you can see God manifesting what he said. Yes. That makes sense? Yes. The faith walk is walking down the road like it is so. What? What I am believing for. Walking down the road like it is so. Like you already have it. That's the faith walk. Mm -hmm. When Jesus healed, most of the time he said something like this. Your faith had made you whole. Yes. When he prayed for blind Bartimaeus, what do you want? I just want to see. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, your faith has made you whole, Bartimaeus. The woman with the issue of blood, why did who touched me? Yeah. And she said, I touch you. Why did you touch me? Because I just knew that if I would touch the hem of your garment, I would be made whole. Yes. I knew, I knew. I knew that I would be made whole. Mm -hmm. She had faith, but the centurion faith. He came to trouble the master because his servant was dying. And the centurion said, Jesus said, come on, let's go to your house. And the, and, and the centurion said, no, wait, hold up. You can't go to my house because I'm a Roman guard. You know, that's that people look at me. I just know that if you just speak the word only, mm -hmm. my servant will be healed. And Jesus looked at the man and said, I have never seen such a greater faith as this. Yes. And he looked at the man and said, Sir, be it done according to thy faith. Mm -hmm. And when the man got home, his servant was healed. Yes. We can go through all the scripture. It is according to thy faith. Mm -hmm. According to thy faith. Well, brother, you mean to tell me I can have people pray for me and if I don't believe, I may not get the answer? Yep, that's what I mean. <laughs> it challenges me. That when people ask you to pray for them, and at the moment of prayer, you have a set time of prayer, they send you a prayer request, you from 7 to 8 or 3 to 4 or noon to 1, and during that hour you praying for them, you look back on your timeline and you find out they was out having lunch, <laughs> dinner, drinking moscatas, and mar margaritas at lunchtime while you interceding on their behalf. What kind of foolishness is that? That's foolishness. If you ask someone to pray for you, you need to be praying during the hour of prayer too. You may not can be where they are, but at least be sitting in your car or at your house or teaming up with somebody on the other side of town in agreement with your prayer with some faith. Yeah. Maybe the delay is because you don't have the faith. Maybe you are not exercising your faith when others are praying for you. You mean tell me I gotta pray for you and pray that your faith can can stand while we praying that you will believe? No, you gotta have some word in you so you can believe that when I'm praying to God, you know the God I'm praying for, and you know that if I'm praying, I'm praying the will of God, and you know that if I'm praying the will of God, the Bible says God hears me, and He, you know that when I'm praying the will of God and God hears me, that He said I have what I asked Him of. Mm -hmm. 